brain somehow. Sounds stupid. Mm. Don't scratch. Does it hurt? Scratch is still. Hey, is he gonna eat his sandwich or what? I know he's not gonna eat his crust. No. I'm just making up. We only have to go halfway intelligible. No, Daddy, you need to save all your intelligibles. Where can you get that? That's my daddy. That's my daddy. That's my daddy. Yeah. If you want your eyes visible, I mean, <laughs> yeah. if you want your eyeballs unobstructed, correct? Then we can. I knew what you meant. Well, we won't. We won't really understand our our final position until we. Well, you know what? We could probably be listening to the position if we had our headphones on. So let's put on our headphones. So. Hey, how you doing? Hmm. I can hear you. Yep. And then, hold on, can you hear me sip? That's a big thing. Nope. What? I can hear you swallow. Oh, that's gross. No, that's... I hear your ice cubes. <laughs> I can hear you slurping. And I, I can hear it. you swallow. <laughs> I did it on purpose, though. I normally don't get slurpy like that. <laughs> yeah, usually, usually you don't. <clears throat> All right, so we are here to record episode four. Can you believe it? Hard to believe. <laughs> and we just had a great brunch lunch at Lakeview. Mm-hmm. So now we come to our fourth question, which... Just for review, what were the first three questions? Oh, I like the review. So the first one was, what's the origin of Dane Bramage? Okay, yeah. The second one was, uh, does helium leak out faster from latex balloons than other types of balloons? Mm -hmm. And then the last time was how to dispose properly of batteries. Or just discussing batteries. Yeah, all of the above. The disposal part was easy. Right. So I feel like the first one wasn't chemistry related. Then we did two chemistry related ones. So now I think it's time for another biology or another non-chemistry one. Are you ready? Yes. Are you sure you're ready? No. <laughs> so who are we? I'm Joel, the father. And I'm Deanna, the daughter. And this episode is going to be about frogs. Do frogs fly? And where do they go during the winter? So you grew up in Florida. Pennsylvania. Okay, so you grew up in Pennsylvania, which has cold winters. Right. So did you notice that frogs were around in the spring and summer and they went away in the winter? I always avoided frogs. <laughs> they were yucky. Ew. Why do you think they were yucky? Uh, I hated to go fishing also because fish, if you bait your hook with worms, which were slimy, or little fish that were also kind of slimy. <laughs> yeah. And then you catch something big, yeah. which is slimy. <laughs> I never liked fishing. <laughs> so you never liked anything slimy. No. That's what I'm getting And frogs. Seem slimy. Seem slimy, although they were probably very dry. Hmm. But the frogs mainly didn't like me either. You know? <laughs> So it was a mutual anti-attraction. Uh, yeah, mutual avoidance. Yes, mutual avoidance. Yes. So this past, I don't know, the past couple of years, Josh and I 
have noticed that, you know, frogs are around. Mm-hmm. And they were getting in our pools. Sure, they like water. Yeah. And we they didn't have an easy escape, so I bought, like, lily pads or whatever. Yeah, your special frog escapes. Yes. Cause did it work? Nobody wants, yeah, it did. So you found less dead ones in the pool. Correct. Wow. But you found more live ones, like, on your sliding glass door. Ooh. That sequence of events is probably a factor. Because mm. we, I mean, we've been in this house... For like six, seven, eight years. I don't know how many. Mm-hmm. And we never had frogs on our sliding glass door. We never had an issue with frogs near any of our doorways. Because you had a big frog trap up there on the... You think? Around the deck. The walking... Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Because they ended up in your skimmer or whatever. Well, maybe Josh didn't let me know how many frogs he actually yeah, had. Yeah, he... He probably didn't even like to look at them. No, he doesn't like anything dead. But just in the past couple years, we've noticed frogs on our sliding glass door. And they're always pretty much near the top. I don't know how they get up that high. But one night, we were looking at the door because uh, our seven cats always notice anything out of the ordinary. And if anything twitches, then they're on it. Right. And so we were, we were entertained by watching the cats, watching the frog. And I come out of our bedroom and all of the cats are sitting, looking at our wall right next to the sliding glass door. Mm-hmm. And so of course I look at the wall. There's a fucking frog on our wall. Just one? Just one. So we have a dog also, which is why we open up the sliding glass door mm-hmm. to let her in and out. And it's like, how did a frog move that fast from the outside of our house to the inside of our house when we only open it to let our dog in and out? Be all a matter of timing. He was in the right place at the right time. And and it probably could have been two different frogs, two different frogs that I saw on the outside. And then one maybe could have been... Sure. Near the opening and ended up on our wall real fast because he was going to die if he didn't get out of reach of the cats. And so, of course, I freaked out and yelled for Josh. See, that's that's one of the values of cats. They catch unwanted visitors. They also alert you to unwanted visitors because if they hadn't been looking at the wall, frogs don't. Well, some some make noise. Some make some noise, noise, but uh, this frog was not making any noise, and maybe it was because he had seventeen eyeballs looking at him. So, of course, the cats are easily distracted with treats. So I shake the treat things, get them all into the master bedroom. Mm. I don't know what Josh does, but he gets the frog back outside. Maybe he does what I do. I get a an old dish towel. Yeah, and just. Push it up against whatever I want to remove. Uh-huh. Not squishing it, but just kind of scooping it up and taking it outside and then shaking the towel That's out of the grass. It's probably very similar to what Josh did because I know he wouldn't want to touch it. Right. <laughs> so you have to and have if you, some if type you of squish it, that means you got to clean uh, it up. Uh, and we don't want to, we don't want to kill the frogs. We want them back outside right. safely. We want them to have their space, and we want our space. So then I was wondering, like, all right, maybe frogs flew into our house. Like, that frog 
if it, all right, I didn't have the thought of it being two different frogs till today, but I'm like, do frogs fly? Cause sometimes we hear about animals yeah, that fly that flying squirrels yes. that you don't normally think of as right flying. Right. And so there are actually frogs that will quote unquote this? fly. How about this walking birds that can't fly? You ever see one of those? Those are like flamingos. Right. Well, there are frogs that fly, Dad. I don't think they're around here. Hmm. Oh, based on your research. Based on my research. I put they're down in the Brazilian, the Amazon jungle. Okay. Keep that in mind, Dad. Um, because when I looked up flying frogs, I got an article that was published. Uh, it's called Glider in the Treetops by Cynthia Bix mm-hmm. and Donna Landau. Mm-hmm. So I apparently. Her, I knew her father. He was a famous actor. Did you know him personally? No, it just had the last same last name. It was an unusual Landau. Oh. He, I think he's now dead, but he was a good actor hmm. in the fifties, sixties, and seventies. So, in eighteen sixty nine is what they found is when the first gliding, flying frog was discovered, mm, and it was in the rainforest in Borneo. And so then I'm like, where the fuck is Borneo? Do you know, do you recognize the location Borneo? No, somewhere between uh, Hawaii and China. Which, which I think you're correct because it's a large island in Indonesia. Right. So then I was like, where the fuck is Indonesia? <laughs> well, this is where we need the talking globe. And I know, the IntelliGlobe. So maybe the globe needs to reside in the podcast lab. Yeah, you know, we could be recording the IntelliGlobe along with us, too. So they said that these people found it in 1869, and they were describing the frog. And they have very long toes that are webbed. And when fully expanded, they actually produce a surface Mm -hmm. that is larger than their body, which allows them to glide. Right. And so they're not necessarily flying. Like, they can't fly like birds. Kind of like bats. No, bats can, bats can fly, fly. Yeah. Kind of like flying squirrels. Right. Where they glide. Yeah, because they have that yeah. extra skin. Yeah. They, they know how to get from point A to point B. So right. they either spread their arms wider or less wide. Yeah. But they can steer too. They can wiggle right. their toes. I sure. mean, not just wiggle them, but like well, we think move they, them. We think they can. Well, this one article was saying they can move their legs, which would obviously move their feet, and would steer them right or left. So are they smart enough to look ahead and see where, I don't know. That's a whole big thing. But I had no idea that frogs could even glide. Well, you know, they have to be smart enough because otherwise they would self-destruct and they wouldn't be able to propagate and last this long. So they have maintained their ability to survive and operate adaptation. successfully. Adaptation. Getting adapting to their situation and Wherever getting getting food and Yeah. Cuz just in my general reading I was talking about these frogs in the rainforest. So obviously the rainforests are moist. They have tree canopies. And so it makes sense that some frogs maybe would not evolve to go into the branches and be able to glide from a branch to a branch and they would be land dwellers or whatever. And then some would. That's the, that's the beauty of evolution and science, mm-hmm. biology, whatever, right. whichever, whichever ology well, they studies. They work together. Yeah. The biology comes first. The ones that can't 
glide well. They don't evolve. Right. They stay they, land dwellers. Or they die when they hit the ground. <laughs> right. And so that's the end of their line. Right. And so their but line the doesn't evolve. <laughs> successful ones uh, are able to teach their offspring, this is how you do it. Yeah. Pay attention. Yeah. And so they do actually have like toe pads, mm-hmm. pads on their toes that Probably secrete certain. secrete some kind of sticky substance. Which allows them to allows get, them to climb and land climb easily. Yeah. On all kinds of surfaces. Yeah. So this frog on my wall yeah, he, had some Ew, he secreted on my wall. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> His toast secretion. That sounds so gross. Toe secretion. I can't stop saying it. Toe secretion. <laughs> But obviously it's not such a stickiness that, you know, you can't just get a towel and grab them off the wall and put them outside. Well, why couldn't you? I mean, if if it was like super glue, then you'd be stuck to my wall. Right. So we know it's not like that. Right. It's just a... It's not sticky enough. Yeah. Just minimal adhesion to... Yeah. Support his body weight, I guess. Serve his purpose of... Because what if a frog was fat and his toe secretion wouldn't hold him? Would he just plop on the floor? Well, how would a frog get fat? Would he, means he eats too much pizza? Mm, probably. No, wait, that would be you and me. <laughs> Bug pizza. <laughs> yeah, we could eat too much pizza so that we couldn't hang on the wall. Right, but how well. does the frog know not to get, not to eat so many bugs to where he gets fat? First of all, I don't think there's that many bugs that come that close to him. It kind of makes you wonder, how does he, how do they actually eat? Enough to survive. I don't know. Nature is a weird thing. So what if you had a pet frog? Mm. And so a lot of our pets who aren't trying to survive in the wild, they may get a little chunky. Yeah. But that's because we probably overfeed them. Right. What if we had a pet frog? We're like, oh, he looks so cute today. Let's give him extra treats. And he got a little chunky. Would he be able to sustain himself on the vertical wall? I think he probably would because if he one part of the frog, the frog grows all over, not just one part. So So his toes get fat just like his body gets fat? Yeah, probably to... And so the secretion would They grow proportionally and... I don't grow proportionally. (laughs) Well... That's not fair. Your your head has always remained the same proportion to your foot. (laughs) My toe, my, well, my toes, I guess, have gotten fatter, which means my toe pads would have been bigger, which means they could secrete more toe And maybe your cheeks are minimally larger than they used to be. Who knows? Hmm. Pictures. Unless we measure. (laughs) We are not going to measure that today. (laughs) So then I started thinking about the cycles of frogs. So like when we're during the summer, you know, we don't usually see frogs know if they're attracted to the glass sliding door because of the warmness of the door because that doesn't usually happen during the summer it usually happens in the fall or the spring mm-hmm. and so then we don't really notice their presence in the summer and then they go away we can hear them in the summer of course because right. they make noise and then we don't see any remnants of them or mm-hmm. sound or anything during the winter so i wondered if frogs hibernated because i think of That's bears a good question Right. Well, we know Mr. Uh, Mr. Groundhog hibernates in the backyard in the big hole he dug, so we don't see him in the cold months. 
So groundhogs hibernate? Yeah. I guess it could be a tiny bear. Yeah, they look like tiny bears. <laughs> Frogs do not look like tiny bears. Or like medium-sized cats. <laughs> that would be scary. But, but getting back to the frog question, yeah. stuff, a good information source would be our neighbors next to us, Jim and Nancy, because... They have frogs? They have a lot of frogs. No, on purpose? Some on purpose, but they Some don't, they don't try to control them. For one thing, they don't, they let their pool degrade. They don't swim in it. So. They don't ever for swim the in the pool? For like the last, say the last 10 years. 10? They've never changed the water in their pool. It's just. We don't change our water. I mean, we refresh it, I guess, but it's not like. No, and I don't even, they may even have a, they may even have a cover over it. They just, they just ignore it. Okay. But they also created a little stone koi pond with lily pads. Mm -hmm. With koi fish in it? Yeah, there's some koi fish, but they also have a lot of frogs that are around this little, because it's, it's circulating water, unlike the pool. Yeah, and the frogs have a little floating device. Yeah, and, and as the water circulates, it, Gets, gets air back into it as it ripples through the, and then the fish, that, that re-aerates the water for the fish to survive. Does that make it highly oxygenated? Similar to that. Because <laughs> they need that to hibernate. What are we talking about now? The frogs? frogs. Yeah. Frogs will hibernate in water, but it has to be highly oxygen, rich oxygenated. in oxygen. Right, so because be even do that. because even though they're hibernating, they're still they're still alive, but on a very low level of, of activity. Uh, or activity. Mm-hmm. So it has to be yeah. rich in oxygen. Is that based on your research? So that's based on oh, <laughs> that is based on some blog that's called Frog Friday, <laughs> and it says where do frogs go in the winter? Uh, posted by. Some department of WR in Virginia, but it's .gov, so I know it's legit. DWR, Virginia.gov. That could be an actual helpful and useful use of our taxpayer money. Yeah. Because you're learning about frogs as opposed to. Yeah. And it says aquatic frogs typically hibernate underwater. And I was like, how do they breathe? It has to be rich in oxygen for them to be able to do that. Because then, they, they must have something similar to gills on fish that allow them to yeah. remove the oxygen from water. Yeah. And then there is terrestrial but, frogs. But, which are oh yeah. but what? Now, it's interesting. Would the terrestrial, could terrestrial frogs survive in water? Probably not. But these frogs dig. They burrow deep into the soil under the frost line so that mm. they're... Activity will go minimal. Those would be like Pennsylvania frogs. Probably. I don't know. It says, my notes say American toads, but they burrow deep into the soil and they'll stay there with minimal activity. Mm. And then you have some weird ass frogs that could be literally frozen with no brain activity, no heartbeat. And and no activity. Yeah. But. But when they, when the weather warms up and they defrost from their frozen state, they come back to life. Yes. They're called wood frogs. And so their liver produces extra glucose to raise their blood sugar. Mm-hmm. And that acts as yeah. antifreeze. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. So then it makes their body not like freeze and die. Like they right. won't have any brain activity or heart activity. And even those that aren't good diggers can't hibernate underwater. They'll get to where they can 
and they typically don't die, is what from what I've read. This, it's the ones that are lured out of their hibernating spot early. Oh yeah. So if there's like some warm days and then we get a cold snap, kind of like South Carolina, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, that would that could, could, that can be disaster. They found that that is not good for some frogs. Yeah, because then they don't have time to go back into their yeah. hibernating yeah, state. Yeah, because it's it's not like a switch that you can turn off and turn on. Right. So typically they don't die, which made me happy. And that I just never knew, I never thought about frogs hibernating. No, I didn't either. <laughs> and you never really think about frogs at all until you see one on your wall or exactly. your, your glass door. Or if my cats see them, then I see them. So my cats will be entertained with a frog on the sliding glass door for a long period of time. On the other side of the yeah, glass door. Yeah, on the other side of the glass door. But... They don't move. The frogs don't necessarily move. Like I yeah. have sat there and watched the frog along with my cats. And sure, you can see them breathe a little bit, right. which is maybe is what the cats are honing in on. But I'm like, this is so boring. He's not moving. His He's not moving his head. He's not moving a foot. The only thing you see is him breathing a little right. bit. And maybe the cat only noticed it when he happened to hop from one position to another on the door. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. the cat sees that. They see the, the movement. The initial movement. Yeah. Why don't they like to move in front of my eyeballs? Mm. Are they shy? No, I think it's your eyeballs have other things they want to do than stare at a door. I mean, even like we'll tap it a little bit too to see Mm. if the frog will move. They won't move. Mm. So I know you like to wrap things up in a pretty little bow. Yeah. Note to self. (laughs) Yeah. You won't remember. So did we get to the end of your notes? Is that the last... I think that's the last thing. Conclusion usually means the end. Yeah, conclusion is that frogs are gliders, not flyers. Mm -hmm. And they do hibernate. And they do hibernate. So we answered that question. Right. And we have a, we've exposed a future source of more information, somebody that deals with frogs in her koi pond all year round. Yeah. Maybe you need to well, we, get maybe research that. We both need to talk to her. It would be interesting. We both What's have our name? own questions. Yeah. What's her name? Nancy. Nancy. We're still working on this, guys. Maybe that'll work, too. I think somebody wants in. Could it be a frog? <laughs> Ooh, okay. I wonder if that's the sound they make. <laughs> well... I think we've concluded our fourth episode. We are international. We are global. Oh wow. Let's go let's go get another ping. Mm. Daddy, you ready? Are we ready to watch football yet? Yes. Boom. Well, you can review <laughs> and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also find us at asmadaddypod.com. And you can contact us at aspadaddypod at gmail.com. I am working on Facebook. It's created, but it's a work in progress. I've kind of given up on Instagram, so that's still TVD as well. But go ahead and shoot us an email, rate and review. Appreciate you guys. Till next time.